I'm a huge advocate on this YouTube channel of always keeping your sales pipeline full, of consistently hitting your outreach targets and every single day hitting a large list of highly qualified leads in your chosen industry for you to reach out to and arrange sales meetings with. Because sales is a numbers game and you need to stay consistent to your outreach. But that's all well and good. But if you can't close, then you're not going to get anywhere. Now, before I jump into my top tips on closing tips that have helped me and my sales team close over $30,000 in new monthly reoccurring revenue in the last 30 days alone, you need to understand what high ticket closing actually is. And the number one reason that businesses fail at selling high ticket products and services. I personally don't class anything as high ticket unless your product or service is worth at least $1,000. But it doesn't matter if your company is B2C, so business to consumer, or B2B, business to business. Your offer is the most important thing. Your offer must solve problems and must do at least one of these six things. Number one, increase their number of customers or increase their revenue. Number two, reduce their current costs. Number three, expand their market share. Four, save them time. Five, improve their health or well-being. And six, enhance their status. Now, in my marketing agency, the Affluent Agency, the service we offer is paid advertising. Our service is purely B2B, so we work with businesses and we help them to increase their revenue. So we solve problem number one. Now, we can track this easily on Facebook and other advertising platforms. It's very easy for us to show a customer how much money they have spent and how much money we have returned them. But in the past, we used to offer services like social media management, which is the organic management of someone's Instagram and maybe their Facebook pages actually posting these posts on their behalf. The problem is there is you can't actually track what kind of return you're getting. Sure, you can look at engagement numbers. You can look at how many likes, comments and shares you've got. But you don't actually know how much that actually equates to sales, which makes it a difficult sell for potential customers. Back in the day when I first started my agency, I tried to sell social media management as a service that increases clients' revenue, number one. But actually, what it just does is it saves them time. Business owners know that they need to be posting on Instagram, be posting on Facebook, be sharing photos and videos, content of their brand, but a majority of them simply do not have the time because they're busy running the operations of their business. So instead of selling that service based on increasing their revenue, I should have simply sold it based on saving them time. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is so you cement your offer and ensure it is relevant to the solution your product or service actually provides. So before you go into any sales environment, before you even think about closing, Consider whether or not your sales strategy is relevant and congruent with the solution your service or product provides. Okay, so here are three closing strategies that you can use to increase your close rate exponentially. Number one, future pacing. Now this technique helps our potential customer envision themselves after they have bought our product or service. And this is very important. Generally, people will not part with their hard-earned cash unless they can envision in their brains what their life will be like when they have actually bought your product or service. How will their life change? How will a certain scenario change for them? They need to envision that and they need to encompass that feeling. What I'm not talking about here is asking your potential customer to close their eyes and say, "Mm, just imagine what your life is going to be like when you have this vacuum cleaner in your life. Okay, that's that's weird. No one's going to buy a product like that. I certainly wouldn't. What I'm asking you to do and what I'm going to help you to understand how to do is start introducing future paced language in your closing and to start asking questions that will help your prospects envision what their life will be like when they are working with you. 
So we're going to make comments and use language that indicate that they have already purchased a product or service. And we're going to lay out the future and what that actually looks like for them. So let's say you're selling advertising to a business like myself in my agency. At some point in the meeting, I very often say something like, look, trust me, in a few months, we're going to be rubbing our hands together, looking at how much return on investment you're getting from your ads. And what I'm doing there is I'm laying out what it looks like for them to work with me. And I'm also allowing them to feel their emotions before they've even thought them. In their brain, they're going to be thinking about that meeting with me when we are looking at the return on investment on their ad account. And we're having a laugh at it and being like, wow, that really did work, Jordan. So trust me, look, we're going to be rubbing our hands together. And we're going to be looking at the return on investment you're getting from your ads. So we're painting that picture of what it is already like and presuming that they're already going to work with us. Another thing I like to say is, look, when we've scaled your Facebook ads, we'll probably move over to TikTok and Snapchat as well. What I'm doing here is I'm selling Facebook ads right now, but I'm already dismissing it as a successful product, presuming that we've already worked on it with them. Okay, so whilst I'm selling Facebook ads right now, I'm future pacing onto the additional services that I'm going to offer them once Facebook ads is successful, despite that being the service I'm selling right now. So I'm laying that aside and saying, this is what we'll do in the future, because of course, Facebook ads are going to be successful. I'm presuming that they've already enrolled in that. I'm presuming that they're already going to be a customer. Technique number two, assuming action. Now, this is similar to previous future facing, but instead of the future, we're going to assume action right now. And we're going to lay out the steps for this potential customer to actually become a customer and buy a product or a service and get them onboarded. Now, generally speaking, in a sales-based environment, if people are not pressured into making a decision, they won't make one. And by pressure, I'm not talking about high-pressure sales and forcing something down someone's throat. All I'm simply talking about is giving somebody the necessary push to take action and pull the trigger whilst you are speaking to them. So what we're going to do when we get towards the end of our sales meeting is we're going to get permission to actually close them. And I like to do this in a simple two-question close. First question do you think I can solve the problems you're facing as a business? Okay, we are validating that they think we are the correct person to help them solve the issue they're facing. Number two, are you ready to take the next step? Right? Yes, yes. And what they're doing here is they're letting us know that they have intention to buy, okay, that they actually want a product or have desire for a product or service, but it needs to go a little step further. We need to assume because they've said yes here, that they're going to say yes to our price that they're already pre-sold. So we're going to offer our relevant service and we're going to go through our price. And if we don't get any immediate kickback, if they're umming and ahhing like most people are in a sales environment, we're simply going to nudge them over the line. We're going to ask them questions like, so can we get started on Monday? Or should we start with just Facebook ads or email marketing too? And notice the tone there. I'm very, very relaxed. Okay. Should we start with just Facebook ads or email marketing too? I'm assuming action. I'm assuming because they've said yes beforehand, that they've said yes, I'm ready to take the next step. That regardless of my price, because it solves the problem for them and the pain point is there and I've made sure my price is relevant to them and it's still a steal for them and the return on investment is there. If your offer is correct at this stage, we can assume action. Okay, so can we get started on Monday, right? At this point, they're probably going to be a bit fumbled, right? They're going to be on the back foot. They're going to be like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, maybe I can because people are indecisive, okay? People don't really like to make decisions right away. And so when they're met with that assumption of action and they're met with an authoritative figure on the other end of the phone or on a Zoom meeting or face-to-face -face with them, it actually pushes them to take that action. And it's the necessary step that many, many people need to actually close. I've been in many sales-based environments and I've assumed that they're going to go ahead. 
and that has made them make that final decision on the phone. So quick recap, we're gonna get permission to close them. Once we have that permission, we're gonna assume action, give them that little nudge over the line. Okay, so final technique, number three, the call out. This is my personal favorite. And there are not many salespeople out there that feel confident enough to do this, right? But if you do, you're gonna increase your close rate exponentially. Believe me, I use this all the time. People are hesitant, we've already covered that. And many people don't like to make a decision on a high ticket product or service over the phone, especially if they've only just met someone, right? But there was a reason why at our agency, over 70% of our calls are one call closes. People I've sent a cold email to, two weeks later they've jumped on a call with us, we've closed them on multiple thousands of pounds on a monthly package, right? Because we've delivered the value throughout our call. We've gained their trust. We have got permission to sell to them and we have presented them with an offer which is relevant to them and solves the issue they are facing as a business, right? If you don't have any of that stuff, you really need to go work on that first before you use any kind of direct call out. But even still, at the end of a call, someone might be umming and ahhing, ah, I need to think about this. I need to ask my wife. I need to ask my, my business partner. I just need a couple of days. And in that instance, I always go back and I say, look, we can sit and chat for hours. We can jump on another two or three calls, but you know that you need my service to help you to get from point A to point B. And we're gonna look at them dead in the eyes. And we're gonna ask them, what is actually stopping you from making a decision on this right now? Sometimes I, I leave out the first bit and I'll say, okay, fine. Well, we can sit, we can chit chat, we can jump on another call, you can speak to your business partner, but what is actually stopping you from making a decision on this right now? You told me you're the decision maker, so what's on your mind? And what we're doing here is we're putting them on the spot. Many people will think that most salespeople are gonna be okay with jumping on another call with following up via email. And many people are because they're afraid of the call out. They're afraid to get down to the nitty gritty. But this is essential if you wanna close people and you wanna increase your close rate and have more one call high ticket closes. We need to put them on the spot and ask them what is actually on their mind. Because nine times out of 10, it's gonna be one of three of these very simple reasons. Number one, they can't actually afford you. Number two, they've got some kind of doubt that's lingering. Or number three, there is no reason, right? They just need pushing over the line and the call out does that very, very well. Now it's financial, you can explore a payment plan or they might just not be suitable for you, okay? They might have slipped through the net and not actually meet your client criteria. Number two, if they have some kind of a doubt, this is the perfect time to overcome that objection to talk them through it. Ask them exactly what it is that they have doubts about. Maybe they're not sure that they can track results, for example, and then you can run them through that system, okay? But you need to ask the questions, have the opportunity to overcome the objection. And remember, an objection is not a rejection, it is just a request for more information. Now, number three, we've already solved that one. Sometimes people just need pushing over the line. But this is really, really essential. Always call out. And don't be afraid to double call out. If they give you another bullshit excuse, okay, they give you another reason as to why they can't make a decision right now, push back on it if you don't think it's a sufficient enough reason. This is not pressure sales. All we are trying to do is guide them into buying a product or their service that will genuinely help them get from the point that they're at right now to the point they want to get to. I went through earlier on, I said, look, you need my service to help you get from point A to point B. Now in an ideal world, what I would do on a call is I would run through, okay, so you're to get you from 10K a month to 100K a month, okay, based on the targets I've spoken to them about on that meeting. I always like to ask people what their targets are if my uh, service is revenue generating, okay? So if you're providing a service that's helped them to increase their revenue, ask them where they are right now and where they want to be, and then you can bridge that gap. So you say, look, you need my service to get you from 10K to 100K. So what is stopping you from making a decision on this right now? Tweet, that's a call out. Guys, hope you've enjoyed this video. Now, if you haven't done already, 
make sure you comment underneath this video and enter our one in 100 10K coaching call giveaway where within 24 hours of every single new upload, one person we randomly selected out of all of the comments to win a completely free coaching call with me where I'm gonna personally help you make your first or your next $10,000 online. We're gonna build a roadmap to how you can do that regardless of your business model. You don't even have to be an agency owner. Now, if you've got any other closing tips at all, drop them down below. You can use that as an opportunity for your entry. I wanna get everybody in here mucking in and helping each other out. If you're not already subscribed to me, make sure you are subscribed with your notification bell turned on so you get notified every time we bring out new content and you can enter that competition within 24 hours. I'm also gonna try and link our sales training playlist. It's either gonna be above here, it's gonna be in the description because we've got a whole bunch of other sales training videos that are already uploaded to this channel. If you have any other ideas, let me know what content you want producing. Sweet, that's it. See you soon. Cheers.